wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This podcast is designed just for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old Schoolhouse, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hey Mama Homeschool Show. My name is Christine, and I will be your host for this episode. I am a homeschooling mom of two boys here in Ontario, Canada, and I have the privilege of working for the Old Schoolhouse in the schoolhouseteachers.com division. Our topic for this episode is a Thanksgiving unit study. And so I actually did an episode a while back about doing unit studies. And so you might want to go back and check that out. If you haven't started doing unit studies, it's a great way to encompass special topics like holidays and seasonal events and, you know, take a break from the regular routine. It's also great if you are teaching multiple kids. Unit studies are usually designed for multiple ages And so you can adjust them accordingly to what you need. And so obviously our topic is Thanksgiving. And so the really great thing about unit studies is that you can make it work for your family. So whether or not you, you know, purchase a unit study from somewhere or you decide to, to, you know, do it yourself, you can go as in-depth as you want to go with your children. So... Here are some ideas that you can take away while you are preparing for the busy season of Thanksgiving. Usually holiday time means busy time. And so the regular curriculums tend to get pushed to the side because you're preparing, you know, for the big meal and activities with family and friends. And so sometimes we need a little break. And so a unit study is a great way to take it down a notch and still have fun and still learn. So one of the things you can do is a study on the history of Thanksgiving on schoolhouseteachers.com under the holiday and seasonal resources in the Focus Learning Center. You'll find Thanksgiving lessons that have been gathered for you to use and that you can use to build upon your own unit study if you're creating one on your own. So we will have the link in the show notes for you for that. You will find courses and lessons in there like the history of holidays in America. And you'll find a collection of lessons focused on all kinds of subjects like art, language arts, and of course, history. And there's also some fun coloring and activity sheets uh, for your little ones in there. Another way you can study the history of Thanksgiving is hopping on to the Old Schoolhouse magazine. Now, if you don't know this already, you can access the digital online magazine at tosmagazine.com or you can download the app, read the magazine anywhere you are, anywhere you go. 
and you can download that at tosapps.com. And we'll make sure you have the links in there as well. And so I'll just mention a few uh, magazine articles that you can look for. One is called The History of Thanksgiving. There's also A Brief History of the Thanksgiving Celebrations in Plymouth. And looking back in Thanksgiving, inspirations from the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower's landing. And that's a good one if you really like to go right back into history. So I recommend checking those out. And there's also one called An Attitude of Thanksgiving All Year Long. So reasons why we still want to celebrate this special occasion. And one of the other things that you can do is look at different ways of celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, For example, I've got an article here about celebrating Thanksgiving prairie style. And, you know, you can go worldwide with this and see how other people celebrate Thanksgiving around the world. Different people do different things. You'll find not everybody does turkey for Thanksgiving. So you can definitely do some research if you're doing specific countries you know, make a list and maybe track the differences of how they celebrate. Maybe it's different activities that they do. Maybe it's different traditions that they have. And of course, definitely explore the recipes. And you could really have fun with this and just do Thanksgiving around the world, you know, make a little booklet. And then you could present on Thanksgiving uh, to your friends and your family about all that you studied. One of the other things that you can do is sit down with your family and plan your own traditions. And this can actually be a study. So, you know, sitting down and making notes of why you as a family have decided to celebrate Thanksgiving. Maybe you have some scripture verses that you want to study along that and you want to make it a part of your tradition to look at those scriptures every year. I've got a craft that you can use from Canadian Schoolhouse and uh, we'll have the the PDF link in the show notes for you. This craft is a Thanksgiving centerpiece. And basically what it is, is to encourage a grateful heart. And you'll see from the the PDF once you grab it, but it's just a cute little turkey that you're going to make. And you're going to cut out some feathers from the printout. And on each feather, you're going to write something that you're thankful for. So Anyone can do this all ages. You can do the, you can have the little kids, you can have your friends and family that come over. You could actually do this right, you know, on the day of Thanksgiving and put it together. And then you're going to have these cute little turkey centerpieces for your table. And you can have discussions about what each person thought they were thankful for. And it's going to encourage some wonderful conversation. So, speaking of mealtimes, be sure to check the Old School House magazine as well for Thanksgiving meal ideas. And so you can actually go right into the digital search bar or in the app and just type in Thanksgiving meal ideas and you'll find a a bunch of uh, recipes pop up and that'll help with planning. And don't forget on schoolhouseteachers.com, you can also use the monthly menu and you can find that under the tools tab for parents and i've got the link in there in the show notes for you 
you know, try things like pumpkin rolls, turkey tenderloin with stuffing and pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. And of course, there's so many other options. So browse through all the months and you might be inspired. And here's why it's good to focus on things like Thanksgiving. Not only is it a time where families come together and have great food, um, it's also a time to reflect upon the things in our lives for which we are thankful. And so the idea of gratitude is something that's really, really key in the Christian walk. And, you know, sometimes we are grateful when we have an abundance of things, but sometimes it's hard to be grateful when we're lacking. And so I just wanted to touch on the fact that, you know, gratefulness goes beyond the things that we have or don't have. It starts, you know, inside our hearts. And maybe for some of us, it's going to take some practice, but sometimes we have to look for those things that we can be grateful for because there is always something that we can be grateful for. And the more we are grateful, the more we see the blessings around us and we'll find less things to complain about. And <laughs> this one is a little bit tricky because we can always find things to complain about. Can I get an amen? But complaining doesn't do anything good for us. So we need to focus on the blessings. Proverbs 9 verse 1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. So here's how we can exercise our gratefulness. First thing we can do is pray. And when we pray, we have to thank God for something. Whether he's done something for, for us, whether he's given us something, make it a habit of doing this every time you come to God in prayer. And make it your choice, even if you know you feel like ranting, because I do that sometimes. I just come to God and I rant away about all the things that are going wrong or I want fixed. And I've had to stop myself and say, no, let me start with thankfulness. Let me thank him first. And so as I've done this, I've realized that my rants have gotten smaller and smaller, which is a good thing. And then I'm able to find the strength to just leave it in God's hands and, and walk away. And so one of the other things we can do is keep a record of our gratitude. So where you see those blessings in your life, write them down because you might be pleasantly surprised how blessed you really are when you actually see, you know, you start building this list of things that God has done for you. And this just increases your trust in him when you see how faithful he's been in your life and in your family's life. And you can count on that he will continue to be that way in the future. And another way you can exercise that gratitude is to tell everybody about your gratitude. So again, Thanksgiving, here we are. This is the perfect opportunity to share with your friends and your family what God has done in your life. And your story, whether you might think it's significant or not significant, it could be something that someone else needs to hear to get them through a tough time. And by seeing you choose to see your blessings in the midst of your struggles, they might be encouraged to do the same. So 
go ahead and share your gratitude because it's contagious. So as we work towards a grateful heart, here are some things that we can gain by having a grateful heart. One, it's going to keep us humble. When you stay in the place of gratitude, you remember the times you did not have. Two, it keeps your heart from remaining bitter and angry because they kind of can't fit together, right? Gratitude and anger, they, they kind of don't mix. So choosing to stay in a state of gratefulness is going to help you along the long way. You can look beyond the hurts and the wrongs in the world and you can stay focused on the things that matter. Gratefulness is going to keep your heart cheerful. It just really makes room for the joyful things like peace and joy and love. And those are the things that we want in our hearts, right? And what's great for us is that it makes us generous. So when we are grateful, we want others to be grateful too. We want we want them to experience that freedom. Um, and this is why we gather with friends and family, not just because of the turkey and the stuffing and the pumpkin pie, uh, which is all great, but because we want to share our, our happiness with, with each other. So uh, hopefully this was encouraging to you. And I hope that your family makes the decision to try a Thanksgiving unit study this year. And I'm going to leave some scriptures with you. The first one is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 18. And it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And the second one is Colossians 3.17, and it says, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So these verses remind us that God wants us to be grateful in everything we do. So keep those verses in your hearts and minds for the Thanksgiving season and throughout the year. As a special bonus, I've got a small clip from a Schoolhouse devotional with our very own Deborah Wooler on true Thanksgiving. Take a listen. Let's talk about how we can regain a thankful heart and not go to the ex opposite extreme where we are actually becoming ungrateful. That is a condition that is very leprous or, you know, the the leprosy of the heart where things are just eating away at us. So I want to look at the 10 lepers, the story of the 10 lepers in the Bible. We're going to look at that. Sometimes we have our feasts and our celebrations and we're preparing, but our hearts have really truly forgotten thankfulness. And we've become like the nine lepers who never returned to Jesus after they were healed. They just ran off back into their own lives without stopping and thanking their healer. So those 10 lepers, even though they looked for pity um, because they, like us, were diseased, they were alone, they were ailing, they needed a deliverer, they needed a healer in their life, just like we do. And although they were completely healed by Jesus, completely, only one, thought to return to their healer and offer thanksgiving to him. 
And uh, Jesus really commended that. He was, and he, he also asked a question, where are the other nine? I have done, I've healed all of you and only one has returned in Thanksgiving. I don't want to be like the other nine. I don't want to run off and just keep living my life without stopping and turning to the one who has healed me and saying thank you. Thank you, God, for delivering me. Thank you for who you are. So sometimes our circumstances are going to look bad, maybe far from thankful, you know, looking around going, you know, how much do I have to be thankful for? Well, really, we do. I mean, we have the roof over our head. We have food to eat. We have clothes to wear. And so just as God said he would provide for us, he said, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow, but I feed them. And, you know, he said the same, the Heavenly Father will feed you. And so he does. He definitely provides us for our needs. Um, but as we seek him first, as it says in Matthew, uh, as we seek his kingdom first, he does add all these other things to us. And so we're going to look at thankfulness or the lack of thankfulness is just as crippling a disease as leprosy. It eats away at us. It's, it's kind of a leprosy of the soul. And it causes us, even those of us who call ourselves Christians, to go and keep doing life, but forgetting to return to the one who has healed us and given us all that we need for life. So let's look at um, some reasons for Thanksgiving in the scriptures. Uh, I have come to the conclusion after looking at some of these that I am far from being truly thankful. And I want to return to that place a place where my heart is not leprous, where my heart is not being eaten away by ungratefulness and whining and complaining and pity, but I, where I am thankful to my healer, my deliverer, my savior. So let's look at 2 Samuel 22. Uh, this is a chapter you can read and study. Um, also, we're going to look at 1 Chronicles 16. You might want to write those two down, 2 Samuel 22 and 1 Chronicles 16. You can read those on your own. We'll look at just a couple of the verses in there. The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of my salvation. It is God that avenges me. It is God that brings down the people under me and that brings me forth from mine enemies. You have also lifted me up on high, above them that rose up against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks unto you, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises to your name. That's 2 Samuel 22. You want to read about how God delivered them. And here they're bringing thanks to the Lord for his deliverance from their enemies. And think about it in your own life, how the Lord has delivered you from your enemies, the enemy of your soul who tries to rob and steal and destroy from you. God is your deliverer. And because he is bigger and greater, greater is he who is in you than he that is in this world. You have every reason to give him thanks and to sing praises to his name. Be sure to catch the whole devotional from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to stop in at the show notes at homeschoolshow.com for all the links to those magazine articles and schoolhouse teachers resources and that PDF craft I mentioned. Be sure to grab that 
uh, to include in your Thanksgiving unit study. And for sure, there's going to be a whole lot more information for you. And just a reminder that there are new episodes of the Hey Mama Homeschool Show every Monday. And I'll just give you a little snapshot of what's coming up next. We've got a holiday season of rest. Then we've got homeschooling through the holidays with games. That one's going to be a fun one. And then after that, we're going to have Christmas recipes, crafts, and easy gift ideas. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't already on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any updates. Thanks for listening.